Well, a special welcome to the Bring Your Own Grief Network studios for all of you who share this journey of hope and healing with me. Today, we're going to have a little fun in this episode. First, I am, as always, your humbled and honored host, R. Glenn Kelly. Now, we've all heard them. Those kindly comments from well-wishers. Things that didn't come out right, but came out anyway. Things said with a sweet smile and a gentle hand on your shoulder that made you just want to kick them right in the knee, you know? Well, I put together 10 of the most common grief condolences here in this episode, including the ones that went through my ears like fingernails on a chalkboard after I lost my son, and I'm going to tell you what they were. Then, just for kicks, I'm going to tell you how I replied. Well, full disclosure, not exactly how I replied, but let's just say how I wanted to reply. So, if you'd like to secretly respond with me now, back to those well-wishers who just couldn't stop from saying the wrong things to you after your loss, stick around for this episode, Snarky Replies to Grief Condolences. Now, please do let me give a little disclaimer here first. I am a strong advocate of our dear well-wishers. I've said a thousand times if I've said it once, nothing said by well-wishers is meant to hurt us. It's just we are all raised to give comfort to those in pain. If someone's hurting, we have an urge to say something to them to make them feel better, don't we? But rarely is anyone prepared to comfort others who have just been through the profound loss of a loved one. Nothing here is to say our well-wishers have malice in saying what they say. They do not mean to harm. I just wanted to have a little fun and maybe just take the opportunity to say out loud what some of us if we had the ability to put tact aside, might want to say back. That said, let's move on to my number one loss condolence and the snarky reply we wish we could have given. Number one. Yeah, you look here, son. God never gives us more than we can handle, does he? What? Now, look, I suppose God just came right down and laid that little grain of knowledge on you, didn't he? Or did you find that on a bumper sticker somewhere and you held that cerebral nugget in your brain until the right time came along? Either way, you must be right, because as a matter of fact, he's testing me again right at this moment. And guess what? This is more than I care to handle right now. So, good day, sir. Number two. Uh you know, cuz, I know exactly what you're going to. I, I lost my dog last year, so I know how you feel. Aw, bless your heart, friend. Thank you so much. And I'm so sorry for your loss as well. For the life of me, I'm really not sure how I missed hearing about old Rover passing away. But geez, I guess that kind of explains why you spend so much time down at Murphy's Pub, you know, with, with the deep mourning and all. But you really think you know how I feel? Well, why don't you sit right down here, friend, and let me tell you exactly what you don't know about how I feel. Or go order yourself some more grief relief down at the bar and grill. It's up to you. Number three. You know, son, I heard that God takes the really good ones to be only his special angels. Wow, thanks. I never thought of that. I feel so much better now. Except, that reminds me, I've got to go. I better get back to my charity work right now. Maybe I could even get in some extra volunteer stuff down at the hospital. After all, 
you know, he takes the good ones early, like you said. So if I want God to take me long before my time, I'd better get right on that, right? Oh, and you should too. After all, if you are good enough, maybe you can be gone by tomorrow. Day after works too. So let's get right on that, huh? Number four. Well, son, you need to just understand that everything in life happens for a reason. No, it doesn't. Sometimes the most horrible, cruel, unimaginable, awful crap happens to the best, most amazing, incredible people on this planet. And guess what, Gandhi? Sometimes life just plain sucks. Like this moment. Like your wisdom. And if you believe everything happens for a reason, take your best shot at figuring out why I'm walking away from here. And thanks for playing. Number five. Well, you know what, cuz? You're young. You have plenty of time to have another child, don't you? <laughs> well, sadly, at your advanced age, Grandpa, I'm going to at least hope it's far too late for you to get another brain. Which sucks, because I think yours passed away, too. See, my child was not a smartphone. I'm not after upgrading to the latest technology here. I was partial to the child I had. And this isn't the 1800s, is it? I'm not about fathering a dozen kids in the off chance most won't get eaten by a dango. I will, however, go on a bit of a walk about myself right now. So you enjoy your day, sir. Number six. Psst. Hey, come here. Listen, I know you loved her deeply, but you're still young, son. You'll remarry. She'd want you to. <laughs> so I'll just give up on that whole idea that she was my soulmate, right? Meant to be with me for the rest of my life. Thank goodness. You know, I can now put away all those plans we had for growing old together and traveling and spoiling the grandkids and, and those upcoming four o'clock dinners at Denny's. I'm so relieved. But hey, I'm afraid I have to mosey along now, friend. I got to get signed up for that internet dating site, you know, www.seekingsoulmates.com before my next true love gets snatched up by somebody else. So we'll see you soon, huh? Number seven. Bro, at least she's in a better place now. Really? How is it you know that? Did, did you talk to her? She never mentioned you talked to her when she came to me in my dream last night. Now listen, Reverend Jim, heaven might be heavenly. I'll give you that. But this place, this earth was created by God too, wasn't it? And this is where he sent her to live with me here on this earth. So yeah, maybe she's in a place where she's loved and cared for, but the better place for her and for me is right here by my side. But speaking of being in better places, I need to go find one myself right now. This spot on earth doesn't seem so heavenly anymore. So we'll catch you later. Number eight. Now, son, I know you love that child, but you know that God loves him more, right? Yeah, I guess you're right there, Slim. I, I suppose I was just being naive, thinking that God loves us all and, and loves us all the same. But according to you, he loves my child more than I do, and I've got no business tussling with God over love, do I? I mean, I must have been a poor father if the big guy decided it was time to call my child to his side. Oh gosh, I, I guess I better say goodbye to my other kids too then, huh? Maybe my wife, my dog, and my mom and dad. 
It might not be too much longer before he decides to take them away from me too. But for right now, I can tell you don't love me as much as God because he's taking me away from you this very moment. At least moving me to another room anyway. Hasta la vista. Number nine. Dude, look, man. All you got to remember is that time heals all wounds, you know. Oh, thank goodness you stopped by to let me know that. If not, I could have been missing my child until the day that I died. Now listen, Sigmund Freud, this ain't no boo-boo here, and right now there isn't a bottle of Bactine big enough to help me. But I tell you what, I'd settle for a great big old can of bug repellent about now. You know, the, the stuff used to specifically chase off the most annoying pests? I'd sure empty that can on your ass. Just shoot, shoot. And the last of our top 10 for this episode is my all-time favorite and my all-time favorite response. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Kids are just expensive nowadays anyway, son. Uh, I guess with your boy gone, you ain't got to worry about that college tuition anymore, then do you? Mm. Well, how about that one? Pretty bad, huh? My response, the one I wanted to use, the one that would keep me out of jail anyway. Get out. Just go away. Enough said. Hey, so listen, that's it for this special episode, Snarky Replies to Grief Condolences. Remember, be kind to our well-wishers. They don't mean to be insensitive. Don't say any of these snarky comments if, if you can help it. Just wait until you get alone, all by yourself. Breathe. Close your eyes and maybe visualize a, a good throat punch every now and then. It's good therapy to visualize, you know? Regardless, we are honored to have you here today at the BYOG Network Studios, the place where you can bring your own emotions, bring your own confusions, bring your own questions, and of course, always, bring your own grief. Please remember to join us on Facebook and on YouTube like and share us so others who are not on Facebook can more easily find all the support we offer, even the silly stuff. Just FYI, we have more snarky replies to share in upcoming videos, so stay tuned. For now, I am Arglin Kelly, father to my angel child, Jonathan Taylor Kelly, who guides me with his legacy every moment of every day. And we both wish you peace and purpose.